Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So the last podcast that we did on finances went down so well, but we wanted to put a more children's kind of, I guess, skew on it to kind of get some advice, some tips on how we can protect our children's future, how we can teach them about money and the value of money. So we thought, let's get an expert, someone who knows exactly what she's talking about on. Uh, journalist at the Financial Times, co-founder at Hampers Personalized, author of brand new children's book. It's called Loose Change. Everyone needs to get it. And soon to be mama, it's Sonia Rach. I feel like the last episode we did on finance, Zoe and I both said like, oh my gosh, we feel like really scared. And so this episode, because we're going to be talking all about how we talk to our children about finance, maybe that'll be on Zoe and I's level a bit more. <laughs> it is surprising how many people kind of feel like they, they're so nervous about their finances, even as adults. And, and it's normal because you're not taught about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and then you start thinking, oh God, I haven't got a, um, I haven't got, what's the thing that you're supposed to have when you're older? A pension. That's it. I haven't got a pension. <laughs> that's a good but, start. You know, I haven't, that's a good start. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done any, I haven't saved X amount of my, uh, my salary. I, you know, I haven't got an ISA for my kids. It's quite overwhelming. So just kind of talk to us a, a little bit about your background and why you wrote your book, Loose Change. Yeah, no, sure. Um, so firstly, yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I, I think it's quite an interesting one because, um, Obviously, finances are so important, and and like you said, you know, having a pension is is so important that and people almost don't realise it. Um, and I think it kind of stems from the fact that I feel like if I didn't kind of end up in this industry, 
I probably would have had no idea about what what to do and it's just yeah. I'm just one of those people that has ended up in this industry but I have a lot of friends that are from you know in completely different fields and, and have no idea about what to do with their money and when you look back you realize that it actually comes from a place of if you haven't got parents for example that perhaps are in that industry or, or clued up on it or you're in a position where maybe you've just not been taught it which is the case for a lot of you know kids nowadays why would you have an understanding of the fact that you should invest or inflation is going to kind of you know erode all the value of your money like you think oh i'm saving it's great but if that money is sitting in a pot and not having any interest on it yeah it's basically losing value without you doing anything at all so that was kind of the the kind of reason for the the book um it was more specifically because I had a niece that, well, I have a niece that I was trying to buy a book for. And she's super smart, you know, really good with her maths. So I thought, oh, well, this is a good time to buy uh, something that will teach her about money and, and, you know, kind of get her brain thinking in a different way. And I quickly realized that actually there isn't that much out there in the UK. There's There's a lot of US books that are, you know, based on dollars and out there that essentially teach you about money or savings or investment mm-hmm. there's nothing in the UK um so it was an idea I kind of had on and off but didn't really do and then this year was sort of like okay I need to do it because if I don't do it now before having a baby I'm probably not going to get around to do it for a while <laughs> yeah so I was like yeah that all that's what I'll do and, and then that's kind of the the inspiration behind sort of why the book came about okay I love that Brilliant. And it's absolutely needed. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely needed. I mean, and, and just obviously people that haven't read the book, it's all around teaching our children about finances, how to talk to them. Give us a little more of an insight into what we can get from the book if we buy it. Sure. Yeah. So so the story itself is about a young girl named Tina who essentially visits the supermarket and chooses to spend uh, her saved up pocket money on a toy. Um, and it aims to kind of teach the the concept of saving money and understanding the basic elements of um, it earning interest on money. So I've sort, okay. of, sort of tried to break it down. It's it's targeted at six to eleven year olds, but I have had some feedback that you know, like parents that have bought it for four to five year olds have you know it's resonated with them too, or maybe they've needed a bit more explanation. But it, it, the idea is that it can be kind of just a storybook that you sit down and read with love your that. kids. Um, I love it. So. It, of introduces it more subtly rather than hey like let's have a whole educational session on on money it's yeah yeah a book concept and it's been really nice actually because a lot of the feedback some of the feedback that i've received have been like oh you know my kids are asking how can i open a bank account now or how can i do this and, and so yeah. it, it's nice that it's actually getting kids thinking about it in an exciting way rather than almost like oh this is a chore I don't want to learn yeah yeah exactly like a lesson okay we've actually had so many questions like loads and loads um so should I just kick 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 off with this one and this I I you know I can relate to this one because I was thinking it do you start teaching with coins even though most people don't accept cash anymore because I just thought about that like I'm sat in my what was I say my husband's room my husband in my son's room right now and if I go in his drawer <laughs> the prince. He, yeah, he's got like cash in his drawer right but he never spends it mainly because he tries to get us to buy him things but also because he can't <laughs> you can't you can't spend yeah. it because no one accepts it so yeah, yeah what should we be doing so yeah I think that it, that was one of the things I think I was tackling with this book because I was like well we're such a cashless society now that 
how do you teach a kid you know the way that we were taught was you know still having a money box and having you know coins to go in it and and so forth how do you then teach that to a the next generation of children who don't who thinks you know you've got this plastic card that is like magic and money yeah. is just inevitable on it which obviously isn't so but I do think having the concept of having coins and cash and you know maybe a, a money box is great and that's sort of how I've tried to tackle it in the book where the girls sort of Tina saved up money in a money box and then goes and ca- and introduces the idea of having a bank account and depositing that money into a, an account the kid will quite literally do that so they understand this money is going somewhere it's being stored and I can access it via this card or this app or you know so they see that happen as opposed to you just being like you know here use my card or me just pay yes you know, tap yeah. and pay so I do think it's important for them to actually see the cash and fill the cash and you know see the money in their hand as opposed to just this thing that is behind kind of somewhere in the universe and they don't quite understand where it is so that is a good good way to do it and obviously they don't have to actually spend the cash they can Mm -hmm. put it in bank accounts there are a lot of children friendly like child friendly accounts that obviously you can open for your kids with a with kind of um the cash that they've got from grandparents or family members or or sure money yeah. Do you know what? We have money boxes at home, actually, Sonia. I got them for the kids for Christmas, G, from Smiggles. Yeah. Um, and one's, one's like a Spider-Man one. The other one's like a bit more of a sort of fairy one. And they absolutely love it. And we are, we went the other day to spend their Christmas money. And it's probably the first time that I've handed the power back over to them. They had £30 each from Christmas, uh, Christmas time. And Luna spent it all in one hit and bought two different toys and was like, uh, and then Kit was like, hang on, if I spend £11 and we were working out today, then how much he would have left? And he was like, well, I'm going to go back to the supermarket two more times and get two more toys. We had this really beautiful conversation all around budgeting, yeah. which we'd never ha- which we'd never had before, which I was, uh, it was, in- I mean, he's only five. So he was very, very confused about the amounts, but we got there in the end and it was, yeah, yeah it was a great, it was a great experiment to do. So I, I really rate money boxes. I think they're a good, good yeah. place to start. Definitely. Definitely. I feel like Axel needs a money box so that I don't keep going to the drawer when I need cash. There you go. <laughs> pay the gardener. Yeah, pay for the shopping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's got cash for the window cleaner? Oh, oh Axel yeah. has. <laughs> Sonia, should we be paying the kids to do household chores or should they know that helping around the house should just be a given? Yeah, so that's a, that's a question that I think um, a lot of parents probably struggle with. I, mean, I, I think it's definitely something that should be just introduced naturally but then maybe additional chores so the way that I saw it was like okay maybe if they have like three chores that they do every week and then if you do this bonus chore you'll get you know an extra two pounds of pocket money or whatever it may be so if Mm -hmm. their job is you know to wipe the table down after dinner it's like well if you if you also sweep the floor today then you will get an extra two pounds so then there's like a fine balance between well you have to help because you live here and that's just life like you know You've mm. kind of got to get used to doing work, but also having that additional thing or concept of if you do this additional piece of work, you'll do it and you'll you'll get a bit more money. And I think that part um, is where the interest element, like I've, I've touched on it in the book, but that's the kind of interest of, oh, if you do this extra bit, you'll get this extra amount sort of thing, as opposed to just getting the bare minimum and always getting the same amount. George, do you, do you give the kids pocket money? No, we've thought about it. And we, Axel has got a bank account 
and we did like we did think about it but we just to be honest we just haven't got round to it I, I think we couldn't really w- agree on like an amount like also Gigi's younger so she wouldn't really get it yet we will though but I but actually someone has written in here like is pocket money earned like should we should they have to earn it or do they just get it I don't that's kind of where we yeah, sit. Me, like, I don't understand I don't that know. either. Yeah, it's, I think that again, it comes down to sort of well, whether you're paying for the chores or you're or you're kind of just saying that's that's something that you would already ordinarily do. Like I grew up kind of getting pocket money from my parents, but I, it was like what I thought I was doing and being smart, which I guess in some ways I was. I thought they didn't know, but my dad would give me like ten pounds a week, and he'd be like, um, "This was always when I was a bit bit older, so I could use it at lunchtime if I wanted to like buy a snack or whatever." But then what I ended, I see, he said to me it was ten pounds a week for lunch pocket money, but actually what it was was me just putting that in a, a money box and then asking my mom to help me make a packed lunch to take to school so then I ended up building up all those 10 pounds but I thought I was playing it really smart by saying to my dad yeah I need the money for lunch but actually I'm taking lunch from home so they were paying for it either way (laughs) that's brilliant well done sneaky sneaky yeah I think they obviously knew I was doing that but it was just a way of me saving money so it was like well at least she's learning the concept of of saving so do you do it do you do pocket money in your house not really not like not every week I mean Isla's getting she's like I think my you know Luna and Kit seven and five I think they're too young to be honest with you I don't really want them going out and buying stuff because it just for me is just consumerism and it's just more stuff every week coming into the house and that's my job not theirs um you know I'm the only one that's allowed boxes coming up to the door (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking I'm joking I've got to stop um but um so I think maybe they're a bit too young for it but for Isla I think she is getting to that stage where like for example in Ibiza um, we were in the house but we would say to her like if you do breakfast in the morning for the kids there was a couple we had another family and they had two kids then you know it's a fiver and she loved that responsibility and she would look after them in the house when we were just sleeping um, until like 11 and that was at or 10 or whatever it was and she was she absolutely loved that role because she can do it and you know we're just upstairs if she needed us anyway so that was fine so things like that yes she's only a couple of years away from being able to babysit right mm. I mean at 13 I'd be comfortable with her being at home with them for a couple of hours and looking after them. So I do, and she's now starting to really understand the concept of money. Sonia, we did um, a project with Starling and they're a really great bank and they've got oh, their yeah. Starling Kids Kite card. And we went to shops and they had, you know, she had a budget of 50 pounds and she soon realized she wanted to spend all of her money at Zara. And mm. suddenly she realized she could only get two and a half items. And then she was like, but if I go to Primark, I get loads of items. So like it was an interesting realisation. So I think she's probably at the stage. But in short, George, no, not officially. But we're just starting to introduce it for Isla now. The thing we find difficult, I think, in our house is that, you know, it's like the difference between like needs and wants, but the needs still cost money. Yeah. Mm. And so like, for instance, my son's really into football. Okay. So he will train like, I don't know, quite a few times a week. With that, it means he needs astros studs and they and you know they wear out you're using them all the time so he's he gets them a lot you know he gets new boots quite regularly but that does cost a lot of money but it's a need it's he needs that if he if he wants to do it and so I try and explain to him like you know Gigi's getting an lol or whatever toy but you've just had a pair of boots that are a hundred pounds or you know however much they are they're just so expensive and it's Mm. like I don't want him to have to save up for something that he needs for his hobby. 
But also, I want him to understand that they don't just flow in like all that stuff. Yeah. It's the same with like PE trainers or, you know, like all of the stuff that they do need, but it does still cost a lot of money. It's that balance, isn't it? Of like, mm. you have to have it, I understand, but it does still cost money and I want you to know that it still costs money. Yeah. How That's do you interesting. balance that? Yeah, like one, one, one parent um, that kind of, um messaged me on LinkedIn actually after like buying the book said that after they did they wrote they did the book they had this conversation about needs versus wants um mm. with their kids and to kind of make them understand the value of money and they actually said they wrote it down and they wrote down all the things that they need in a month so whether that was you know football boots or whether that was money for swimming like mm. in the locker or wh- whatever like their snack after they went swimming or things that I guess you want them to do as a parent but, yeah and they enjoy doing but you don't you also don't want them to think it's free because then they'll just sort of feel very privileged to like oh well mm. you know this is easy my mom and dad buy this for me and then they wrote down all the wants that they want and they put prices next to it so that they could quite like clearly see on a like diagram how much it was costing them to do these things and so that they would sort of have a sense of gratitude at the end um, mm. and I thought it was quite interesting that like, mm. they sent me a picture a picture of like what they'd done and I was like oh that's really like really um cool cool a cool idea and I did think like oh if I write more books because I'm hoping for it to be part of a series this could be like a handout type thing that you could have with the book so that parents can do it with their children um and kind of understand a bit more about the needs versus the wants and I think it is it is important for kids to understand that you know you get to the point where they're just sort of handed things, but they don't understand the value that all the work that is. Oh my into god! Yeah, exactly. I think it's such really a big difficult. one, isn't it, George? The value of money is the one thing that me and my husband get so upset and riled about because it's this feeling that it's just bank of mum and dad. Like yeah. if I lose, you know, with their stuff for school, for example, mm. you know, where's that hat that I sent? Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, well, you should know because that hat that I got from you know, H and it cost me whatever it cost, you know, or whatever it's from. They, they they just think, oh, it's all right. Well, I'll just get another one. And that, God, my kids aren't spoiled, but that is just the throwaway culture of, you know, oh yeah, well, it's fine. Cause well, I'll just get another one will appear from the fucking clothes fairy. That yeah. really, really annoys me, that sort of stuff. So we're really drilling down. I feel like a robot and I'm really just on repeat in the house, like take care of your things. Money doesn't grow on trees. You have to have understanding, but it's difficult. It's like, is five too young to understand the value of money? No, well, so that's the really interesting thing because when I was doing research to before writing this book, I looked up, you know, what is the right age to have this conversation because for a lot of parents it's like well that's too young I don't want my parents my kids thinking about money at you know four or five years old they should just be having their childhood but then you if you leave it too late they're already their habits are kind of set in place and you're like oh well well, where's the good time and actually there's some research from Cambridge University that says that um, money habits are set by the age of seven which is wow like crazy to think because you think seven-year-old like that's that's so young like to have to be talking about money and and that's actually all habits but money habits and specifically is something that they looked into and it was just bizarre to understand that that is it is at that young age and that's sort of part of the reason that I tried to make the book for younger age demographic going upwards but also having it for from six years old so that kids can kind of understand from a younger age you know the value of money and I think um you know, the way that it's sort of important to do it is either having these conversations or having sort of interactive 
games, for example, where they sort of can understand. Um, there, and there are games out there. There's, you know, a, a, one called Save Your Acorns, and it's kind of quite useful because it teaches kids from a in a fun way about the value of money without them feeling like you're actually trying to teach them something. If, if that makes mm, right. sense, because like, yep. I feel like if you get if kids get to the point where they're like, I'm being taught something, they're just switching off because they think oh it's educational Mm. I don't want to know but if they feel like it's in a book or in a game or something that is more subtly introduced they might actually get their brains thinking in a different way but I do think it needs to be before the age of seven um or by the age of seven yeah interesting okay we'll be right back after this short break millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? There's lots of um, questions about like bank accounts and stuff like that. And so there's one here that's like, are there any junior bank accounts for under six-year-olds? Because to your point there, if you know, you've know you created your money habits at seven, are there any bank accounts that pe- kids younger than seven can actually have? Santander do one. Um, yeah. Mini one, two, three, I think it's called. And, and you can open that from a newborn, like from pretty much zero to, to whatever age. So you, you can obviously open that. And then the other one that I looked at quite a lot before doing the book was um, Go Henry, which is quite mm. a good one because they have a lot of interactive stuff as well on their um, thing. But that one is, I think, from six years onwards. Um, and the reason they've also done six years is because of this whole money habits are set by then. So you teach them around six, seven years old, and then they can keep that that bank account until... Um, 18. Okay, um, Helen says, if you save into a junior ISA, they get full control at 18, I think, which feels terrifying. What if they go out and blow it all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a risk. So obviously, ah! the junior, <laughs> junior ISA, you do have, uh, you can open obviously from zero years, like from newborn, so which is great. And you can put about £9,000 a year um, every um, year. And 
grandparents can also kind of contribute to that, which is a great way if you don't want to give cash and you don't want to kind of give them that power from a younger age. Um, but yeah, it is it is something they do get access to at 18. So it is that risk. But you hope that in those 18 years, if you've kind of tried to do some form of financial education, that they won't get to the point of 18 and be like, I'm going to blow this all. (laughs) One night out. This might be silly, but do you have to tell them it's there? No, I don't think you do, actually. I'm not sure what the legalities are, but I don't think Mm. you actually do. But I think it's more if they know about it, then they you essentially pass on access. I think you probably can't contribute to it past that point as a parent because it's then like it's done yeah 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 Yeah, because I guess if you just don't tell them that it's there they don't know they don't know how to access it then you could wait and tell them about it another time like when they get a bit older don't know the only thing is there's rules around having multiple open so if they were really financially savvy and smart and wanted to open another one there would be kind of rules in terms of having multiple ones open. So if they opened their own adult ISA, for example, while they have the junior ISA, like there would be rules in place about how much they can contribute to each one and, and that kind of thing. So that's the only thing to caveat, like, which it, again, it could change because these things, the government is yeah. these rules like so often that by that point, like if your kid is quite young, by the time they're 18, the rules could be completely different. But it's just Oh my God, if I had access to like one of those bank accounts at 18 I would have literally just gone out bought a flight to Ibiza <laughs> and never come back that is basically what I did actually hang on hang on thinking about it that, was, <laughs> that is exactly what I did but I don't think I, I, I it's funny isn't it because we're obviously so aware of it now George and you know you and I hopefully have got our head screwed on about you know being financially independent and looking after our pennies and doing all that and same but like we didn't necessarily have that upbringing did we where that no. conversation was around my, my parents tried to make me financially independent from a really young age and teach me about going out and getting my own job at 14 I was working in a cafe at a garden center and I knew about it but every time I got hold of a bit of money I would literally just spend it yeah spend it also (laughs) I do think there's a question in here about like the whole guilt thing and someone saying like you know I've had to go back to work full time and you know I'm so guilt guilty and tired like tired that I almost just buy things for my child to almost like combat the guilt like that sort of thing and the thing is we know that that sort of stuff isn't helpful but I know exactly I know exactly like I feel like my parents did that like as well like for sure they did you know like they do it now (laughs) like maybe not so much (laughs) from a guilty place (laughs) not from a guilty place but like last week my mum came to stay at our house and she does see the kids quite a lot it's not like a real special occasion and she turns up to the house with like bags of stuff and I'm like wow I mean that's lovely like really lovely and you know how you know it's lovely that she wants to do that but then my kids just expect it from her yeah yeah yeah. and the one time she turns up without it they'll be like oh where's yeah where's the bag something to nice granny yeah Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had lots of questions. I know we've spoken about pocket money and chores and stuff, but Kaylee's messaged in about it. Jenny, what age should children have pocket money? Uh, Eve said, you know, should you pay kids for chores and stuff like that? I don't know if we actually settle what, you know, in your opinion, Sonia, age wise, what sort of age are we talking about pocket money? Pocket money is something probably that it, it 
six, seven years old, like if you're giving them like, even if it's something as small as like a pound or two pounds a week, like just to be like teaching them the concept of saving, if you're trying to introduce that idea before seven years old because of the fact that money habits are set so young, I personally think that's a really good time to okay. to um, introduce that concept. Whether you do it with chores or whether you do it just as a, here's two pounds a week, or, you know, maybe it's at the end of the week where it's like, well, if you've behaved, you know, you've, you've behaved quite well this week, so you'll get the two pound pocket money. And if you mm-hmm. had like X number of tantrums, like, you won't and and one way that I think one parent said it was having like a tally chart you know in their kitchen of you know if they've had this many tantrums or they've misbehaved or whatever they've done you have the good tally and the bad tally and if the good outweighs the bad then you'll get you know the pound at the end of the week and if it doesn't then you don't and so that if you if you kind of basically I know a lot of parents don't like the idea of just giving the money for no reason um and they want them to sort of work for it but this is a good way to be like, okay, well, if you don't, if you haven't behaved well, then you won't get it, basically. Mm, and and yeah. so it's still parenting and tackling the behavioural aspect, but giving them the pocket money just so they learn to save. Because really. it's interesting around the chores stuff, isn't it? Because lots of people have co- co- you know sent in questions around that, and I know from what's going on in my house at the moment, I'm making, I'm being quite a stick at the moment with clearing up the table after mm-hmm. you know getting the kid, encouraging yeah. the kids to go downstairs and lay the table for breakfast, putting out the cutlery, you know, doing the water cups all that kind of stuff and then putting their stuff into the utility room where the dishwasher is and I'm getting a bit of kickback from them like my, my big one especially she's not that happy about it you know I ask her to get water for the table and I'm going and, and this morning she asked me to butter her toast and I said you want a phone but you won't butter your own toast like this is not a hotel you've mm. got to figure it out and she's like really really pushing back on it so I don't want them to be like, oh, well, if I bring my plates into the utility room, mum's going to give me two quid. Because I just want them to do that anyway. They have to do that. (laughs) So like a hundred that's exactly how I yeah. feel I feel like I don't get a pat on the back every time I load the dishwasher <laughs> like I don't like I, I don't no one and like I think yeah I don't know what it is I, I know the whole thing of like yes them earning money definitely but I think at th- this age it's really difficult to know what they earn it for like but maybe it is maybe it's behavior like for instance if someone does something good at school they have this star of the week thing if Gigi comes home with that maybe then that's the way yeah. that we do it like we, you yeah. know yeah. you get a couple of pounds or something do you know what <laughs> yeah, I did <laughs> I was like I set unrealistic goals right which they're never gonna never ever gonna do <laughs> you evil genius <laughs> so when it's like I think it was August and Axel loads of his friends at school are getting PlayStation 5s which are hundreds and hundreds of pounds they're 500 pounds something like that Gosh, and I was what? like and he's like, oh, I don't have one. And I, I really want one. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I tell you what, like, you can have one. And he's like, can I? And I'm like, yeah, 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 you can have one. When you show me you're responsible enough to have one. He's like, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wrote this list of things he had to do. It was like, make your bed every day, put your clothes away, like, put every every dish from the table into the dishwasher basically like this huge list of things I knew (laughs) I absolutely knew he would never in a million years do he did it for maybe two weeks and I was like oh shit shit (laughs) oh god he's actually doing it backfired and then obviously just tailed off and I was like oh so you don't want to play PlayStation 5 anymore he's like nah it's not worth it and I was like (laughs) (laughs) 
Brilliant. Great. Well, at least he understood the value of it. Like what he yeah, exactly. Yeah. He understood that there was to get something like that. It takes a lot, and yeah. he couldn't be asked to do all of that. And I thought, okay, cool, then that's fine. But he has continued to do a couple of the little things because he just got into the, you know, the routine of doing it, like getting his that's snack amazing. ready in yeah. the morning. So then I think, oh, maybe that's my tactic. Just set really unrealistic, you know, <laughs> we all want something we know we're probably never going to have. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. That's, that's no, my parenting advice No, but that's a really good way today. to do it, I think, because at least he's like turned around and actually accepted that it's not just easy money like okay fine that, that for, for I guess most people they're working nine to five or doing a you know a long a difficult yeah. job and to earn the money to provide for for mm. that and so he's obviously had to think well I'm gonna have to do all these things before I can even for six like, months afford that yeah exactly it's like well, well six actually, months not that bad. <laughs> six months is a long time it was because well it was august and it was christmas that he would have got it for i mean i knew well it done. but yeah there, there we go. <laughs> that's a great tactic to take away from this for sure mm. um let's just finish on this last question um and it's god it, it, it couldn't be more relevant to my world at the moment how do i get my child to understand my phone isn't a money tree tap tap that's from Sinead. I think it goes back to that whole having, first of all, having cash and them actually feeling and seeing this concept of cash because that was one of the biggest things that when writing the book, I was I, I went, had gone out basically with one of my friends and her son and we'd gone to play golf and um, he basically wanted to go into the photo booth to do one of those like photo strips. And yep. he came running up to his mum and he was like, mum, mum, can I have that card? Can I have that card? And she was like, I was like, what card is he talking about? And she was like, he's talking about my bank card because he just wants to. And he was like, can I just go and tap it and bring it back? And obviously in his head, he was thinking, this will get me what I want. This thing says I need five pounds or whatever. What what five pounds was, was irrelevant to him. It was more, yeah. I can tap this and get exactly what I want. And I thought, oh my God, like if my kid came and did that, I'd be like, what? I don't know what to do at this point. Like, how do you explain this? And that was part of the reason that I was like, has he got a money box? Like, have you given him any cash? Like, have you, even if it's not sort of pocket money, and yeah. then, you know, that's obviously yeah. clearly something people are umming and ahhing about. It is, they get money from grandparents or they get money from, in birthday cards and, and whatever it may be from friends, family. They obviously have this money. So having that money aspect and then them physically going to a bank with you to put that money in a bank account, you know, or sitting with you while you open an account on, online or whatever it may be them seeing that that money is going to be deposited somewhere is probably the easiest way for them to connect that the phone or the card is connected to this cash I think yeah that's why having a bank account is I think quite important from a young age if 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 you can allow for it then that would be something really helpful and roll on the Saturday jobs George roll (laughs) on the Saturday jobs I can't wait for that because especially Isla she will love imagine Isla being a little waitress in a cafe and like you know, getting so her own money at the end of the day. It's just cute. She'd just love it. So, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Let's get them out working. Good, what age can they do that now? Is it still 13 or 14? Like 14, I think. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it is. Yeah. Love it. Right. Not long to go. <laughs> um, Sonia, thank, thank you, you so much for coming on. What an absolute treat to chat to you. Really informative. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been really 
really fun talking to you guys. And I yeah, love it. There's a parenting tips myself for like after the baby arrives. Well, there we've we got go. a whole back catalogue of podcasts for you to listen to, Sonia. So knock yourself out. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> I have so been much. Making my way through them. Brilliant. Oh, Lovely good. to chat. <laughs> Thanks. Thank See you, you later. Thank you Bye. so much. Like a super interesting conversation about how to educate our kids there on all yeah. of the financial side of things. I, I, I definitely think it's a conversation that I would have loved to have heard, you know, or at least my parents would have benefited from hearing mm. when I was younger. Because there was, you know, even though, as I said before, and probably the same for you, money was kind of like, we talked about it, but there wasn't real education behind it. I didn't have a clue about saving any of it. I blew the fucking lot of it. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and also it's good, I think, as well, just to have that reminder, because I think in our day-to-day lives where we're so busy and we're almost like in survival mode, especially when you've got young yeah. kids, it's like, just keep the cogs turning, keep the cogs turning. It's actually yeah. really important to think about all of the things that we can't kind of need to teach our children and like give them a little insight into and one of them you know is money it's not just you know reading homework and you know making sure they've eaten their three meals a day it is you know it is a really important thing to get them into and just get them into good habits I think from yeah from a young age yeah I found it interesting that you know kids have sort of have their relationship with money set by age seven. Oh, I God. know that means we you and I have only got a few months to sort Axel and Luna out yeah I know gosh and I mean God yes I'm not it's not ideal we, we need to get to work <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's podcast and thank you for sending in your um, your amazing questions as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please 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 follow our podcast yes and tell tell your friends tell your colleagues more Tell people everyone. who listen yeah but if you have got any subjects you'd like us to cover in these Friday Q&A's then please do drop us a DM on Instagram we're on at made by mamas and we'll be back on Tuesday Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason Insanity Group Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.